Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Wednesday. I'm sure the um, roads, the highways, the streets are packed as people are uh, getting where they need to go for uh, Thanksgiving. Thank you for being with us. Big Souk is out. He is sick. He does not have a voice. Hopefully we get him back on Friday. Ryan Buckley is here. My name is Isaac, your very courageous sports host, who is powering through without my great sidekick. You're nothing if not courageous. I think that's probably how most people describe you. That's right. I'm known for my courage. So coming up this hour, uh, like I mentioned, I want to talk a little bit about uh, if the Ducks may lose Kenny Dillingham. Don't have any inside info there, but uh, he has been talking to Arizona State. We will rock the bank. This is a very popular segment. Um, now, even without Souk, we will have Souk's picks for those who like to tail Big Souk. He's having a pretty good year. He's plus 15 units, and uh, he has submitted his picks uh, to us via text. So I'll get those out. We'll do that at 5.30. We normally do that on Thursdays. It won't be here tomorrow. Uh, coming up in the club tonight, uh, did you know there used to be two Thanksgivings in Oregon? Is this something that you've read about, known about? I have never heard of such a thing. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that story. And we have a true international hero from up the road in Seattle. Oh. He's at the World Cup, and he's done something great. Um, but right now, boy, we're early. We're super early. Are we? Well, I mean, I feel like, see, it's always, the boss always asks me why I can't stay on time. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a big souk. And sure enough, it's 5.03. I'm ready for the hot five at five. Oh! Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. This is as close as we've been to five o'clock with the Hot Five at Five in a long time. That's probably true. Uh, today at the World Cup in Qatar, we had a score, another scoreless draw between Croatia and Morocco. We had Japan upsetting Germany two to one. Yeah, if you uh, if you played Japan on the old sports book, paid out six to one for the win. So not even close to the upset of the. Oh, definitely games. not. But I think in if you were just to take the dog in most soccer games, you're not getting paid out six to one. 25 to 1 Saudi. Yeah. Saudi's. Because they were the 51st ranked team in the world in a 32 team tournament. 
Did they beat Argentina? Argentina, who's now, like fifth in the world. How would you if you're you're you sound like a you kind of sound like a World Cup guy? Like you, you I, know your soccer? I, I I so I follow the World Cup every year, and I generally am in a pool with some buddies, so I do a little research beforehand on what's going on. It's not like I follow it all these four years in between. How would one know Japan is ripe to upset Germany? Like what would you look at? Um, I don't know if if I would have been able to say why that they're what they're ripe to upset them. I think that you could say you could probably look at their most recent form and what their some of their players had been doing for some of their individual clubs. I saw one person say that like kind of the player of the match for Japan, if you had been watching him in his club season, you wouldn't have been surprised by his performance today. He's been playing as well or better than any of the German stars mm. or something like that. So mm. Okay. Uh, Spain spit all over Costa Rica, 7 nothing. By the way, that's equivalent, because I always like to put it in American football terms, that's equivalent to 70 to nothing on the NFL. Oh, I thought you were going to say field. that's equivalent to a touchdown to nothing. 70 to nothing. That would be like, yeah, I don't know, who's playing this week? Uh, Bills beating Detroit, 70 to 7. And then we had Belgium beating Canada, 1-0. How about that? Yeah, and uh, actually Canada looked pretty fierce in that game. They looked uh, they They were uh, on the wrong side of that one. Belgium much better than Canada traditionally. Okay. Uh, USA plays England on Friday. It's a big one. So. Uh, excited. Hot, it's the Hot Five there. Oh, you know what? It's true. Didn't know we were done with the Hot Five. Number four. That's all the hot soccer talk you're getting today. Uh, the Blazers are Lillardless tonight in Cleveland. And they are losing... Pull it up here. They uh, were down 10 last night. Yeah. By the way, I didn't know Cleveland. They're third in the East. Yeah, they've been pretty good since they got Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell's balling out. They're 11-6. and six. Uh, Right now the score is 52-43 in favor of uh, Cleveland. And Portland is wearing, once again, they're wearing the uh, PDX carpet jerseys. Uh, I have one college basketball note, and that is that 14th-ranked Arizona won the Maui Invitational today. They beat Creighton in the final, uh, 81-79. And uh, color me surprised, that was the final. I, we were watching it in here. I did not know that was the last game. Yeah, it's like, I've, I always felt like the Maui Invitational started right about now. I thought it started like today and yeah. then like went through Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Arizona won. So, there you have it. You missed it. Number three. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels are trying to bulk up in a very angely way. Uh, today they trade for outfielder Hunter Renfro from the Brewers. They give up three pitchers whose names I could read to you, but most of you would have no idea who they are. Uh, the Texas Rangers appear to be among the most serious suitors for <clears throat> lefty free agent pitcher Carlos Rodon of your Giants. So they're That's not right. going to keep him? Uh, I think that they... He's got one year left on his deal, I think, and they're looking more towards, I don't know, rebuilding their, their staff. He's, I think he wanted too much money than, or more than they're willing to give him, so they may be willing to move him. Uh, the Giants, by the way, reportedly drafting up an offer to Aaron Judge as we speak. That's another reason they're not going to pay Carlos Rodon. They're not getting Aaron Judge. They might. Hey, if the kid wants to come home to the Northern California area, they might. I tell you, he, he, I've been seeing a lot of interviews with him and stuff. He's a great guy. That, that I, I think so, be, too. That would be a great get. He is a great kid. But I, I, I don't think the Yankees let him out of the Well, he's 30, so is he a kid? Well, well he is to me, damn it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think the Yankees are going to get him back. But. Doesn't seem like he's been on the scene for as long as he has. His teeth kind of scare me, though. You know, he had his teeth done, and they're, they're very prominent. Are they... I guess I like so. Does he not have the gap anymore? No, he he fixed it. They're they're perfect, perfect white, big old veneers, and it's it's uh, it's a little jarring, huh? When you first see it. Um. Okay, what do we have here? Turns out the Arizona assistant fired after an incident in Mexico City. Sean Coogler. Uh, turns out he was turfed for groping a woman. It happened uh, Sunday night. Police alerted the team, and uh, they sent him packing Monday morning before the game. In other sports guy wrongdoing news, uh, seven Michigan State football players have been charged in the tunnel beating of a Michigan player. Uh, the charges range from felonious assault to aggravated assault, uh, also assault and battery. Uh, none of the seven have played in a game since the incident. 
Yeah, one. I, I guess six of them are misdemeanor charges. One felony charge. Yeah, and that's probably the guy that's swinging his helmet. Yeah, I would imagine. Number one. Number one. Number one. And uh, number one today, we have two more quarterbacks being benched in the NFL. This is not a shock, but the Jets have. Uh, they're actually going to make Zach Wilson inactive this week. So he sits down. Uh, Robert Sala, the coach of the Jets, saying um, they just need a reset there. They are playing the Bears. And uh, on their end, Justin Fields, they say, is day-to-day. He has that shoulder injury. Uh, the starter for the Jets is going to be Mike White, uh, who takes over. And then the Texans have benched uh, Davis Mills and his long neck. I guess he's suddenly sucked. Like, I remember last year when we were watching Davis Mills going, you know, he's not bad. He's not bad. I kind of wondered. I mean, I didn't think he was that good at Stanford. And then you see him pop up in the NFL. He's kind of chucking it around. And you're like, well, maybe isn't he can that, stick. Isn't that always weird? Yeah, it is. When you got guys in college. And Tanner McKee is the Stanford quarterback now. Maybe another one. Yep. Guys, yep. Where, they, where you watch him in college, you're like, my God, they're terrible. And then, then you see him stick around the NFL for it. Mm-hmm. It's so odd. We should put together our list of the top five guys like that. Who we thought weren't going to be any good in the pros and then turn out they can chuck it around. Worst college quarterbacks that were best in the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to look into that. Um, So the starter now in Houston is a guy by the name of Kyle Allen. Uh, They are getting set to play the Dolphins. They are two Teddy underdogs. Uh, Kyle Allen has 17 career starts, more than you would think. And you know what? I was looking at his stats. Not that bad. Career quarterback rating of 84, which is certainly better than Zach Wilson and Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, most of his career starts in Kyle Allen, uh, you may remember he was with Carolina at the time. So he will be taking over for Houston in that game against Miami. Uh, there is your hot five at five. Let's come back and talk um, a little college football. I am curious to know if Oregon will need to find an offensive coordinator for next year. I think this Kenny Dillingham to Arizona State steam is real. Um but I also don't know if that's a great first gig for him. I I don't know. And there, nobody knows what's in his head. And he's focused on Oregon State. But um, <clears throat> let's talk about that a little bit before we get to uh, Rop in the Bank at 530. Uh, it is 512 on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, picks against the spread next. And even though Suka's not here, I do have his picks. We'll get those out there. Um, <clears throat> first, though, you think... Uh, you think Oregon's going to be losing Kenny Dillingham to Arizona State? I don't know. Um, I've th- I have thought a lot about this as well. Isn't he 32 years old? Yes. That would make him the youngest head coach in the Power Five by four years. Well, yeah, isn't Dan Lanning the youngest? 36. Yeah, is Lanning I mean, the youngest right now? Yes, he is. You know, Lincoln Riley was 33 when he got hired at uh, Oklahoma. And this isn't a slight to Kenny, but I just I don't see them as being the same breed. I think Lincoln Riley was on this trajectory that he was bound to be a head coach like way sooner and the the programs that he got his jobs with man 32 seems really young to be to be taking a head gig coaching college kids no it it really is a weird it's a weird one i mean he's done a great job at oregon it's not to mean he couldn't do it i'm just that would be quite the leap well dude he's you're right 32 that is so young yeah someone He, he grew up he knows he knows nothing of a cassette tape uh Dusty, he grew up with the disc man. Dusty had Eric Scopel on earlier today who mentioned that uh, like fifth or sixth year senior tight end Cam McCormick is like only six years in age difference from Kenny Dillingham <laughs> as OC. Jesus. And you think of those usually as being more like father-son type relationships, or at least in age gap wise. My God. Well, I, I think it's, um, you know, he's done a good job. Although I would say at Oregon, I mean, look, look at Bo Nix. Look at Bo Nix's reputation before and now look at Bo Nix. Right, I mean, come on, that is a testament to what Kenny Dillingham has done. The other thing too is his ability. I thought that win against Utah was tremendous because, um, as they said after the game, and they've been saying this week, the playbook. I mean, the call sheet was was minuscule because Bonex could not move, and yet they still were able to beat Utah, even with handing them seven points. Like that is a testament to Dillingham. Now Utah cut up to that in the second half, and and I think it's going to be even tougher. For him this week, this is a great test of Kenny Dillingham as an OC. If Bo Nix is that hobbled again against Oregon State, but I think he's really good. I like his play calling. Um, he's intense. I don't know anything about him other than that. Uh, but Lanning likes him, and you know some of it too is when you come to Oregon after you follow Mario Cristobal. Like when you follow Chip Kelly, that's a tough follow. That guy was out of there in two years, right? And he was pretty good. Mark Helfrich, right? Yeah, took him to the. Uh, um, the brink of a of a college football championship, and then two years later, he's out. That was always a weird spot, though, because I feel like at the time Chip was there, he was this coaching unicorn because he was doing things. I mean, now so many people are doing what Chip pioneered, but like you were almost asking this guy to just carry Chip's water for a couple more years, and then when it fell apart, well, okay, now we need to get a new guy to like reinvent it. It was a weird spot for Helfrich to be in. It was a weird spot, and he was propped up by Mariota. Yeah, oh, big time. But... Um, it's just really hard to follow a legend. Yeah. And when you're following Mario Cristobal, this makes, especially his offenses, this makes uh, Dan Lanning and Kenny Dillingham look a lot better because they, I think they make the Cristobal staff, at least X's and O's wise, look like grade school coaches. I mean, it's it's not even close. Um, and you remember, too, is Arroyo, and then Cristobal had the wherewithal to move Arroyo out. He ends up leaving for UNLV, but we all know he was... You know, he brings in Joe Moorhead. And Joe Moorhead, I remember watching the offense last year going, oh, my God, this is so much better. And then, before you know it, it's back to sucking, and Joe Moorhead hates Mario Cristobal, and he leaves. Yeah, and then Crystal, actually Cristobal leaves, and Moorhead still coaches the bowl game, and Moorhead opens up the playbook. Oh, that's right. And you're that's like, right. we could have been doing this the whole time? Yeah. 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 They clearly butted heads. Big time. About offense. And so it's nice that Dillingham... Well, I guess uh, the next question... Well, no, Lanning's a defensive guy. Yeah. This is all Dillingham on offense, and it would be nice to be able to keep him, but um, he, look, he's going to be gone eventually. But I, I just wonder if the Arizona State job is one that, as your first job, is that is that a great job? I mean, it's it's a hell of, it's a high-profile job, but it's a sneaky, hard job. That is not a, as great a job as many uh, lay college football fans think it is. We've talked about that here a million times just because they don't... There's a lot of apathy down there. I think people think it's a good job because they see potential in like a southern location with near a couple recruiting pipelines and stuff. But the bottom line is the program hasn't been very good no. for a long time. I just don't think I don't think they really give a crap as much. And they have hot uh, babes. 
Is that what they call them? Is that the kids sure. call them, babes? Yeah. Uh, Smoke you know, shows. And you think that they should be great, but and they have this big stadium, and it's just like, I don't know. Um, I, I just think the proof's in the pudding that if it were that great of a job, more people have had more success there. Yeah. So I don't know if, but but you're 32 and you're looking for a head coaching job, you don't want to have to go to, I don't know, um, a, a lesser conference. Like a, a, I'm just trying to think about. But like you, so you're not going to like Colorado State or something like that. I mean, like, right? Like, or like that's Idaho open, or something. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go there. You're 32. You're from. See, the thing about Dillingham is he is from Scottsdale. He grew up there. He played there. He play, He he went to Arizona State. And that's the thing that actually makes me think that this isn't the right thing right now. Because this this to me feels like where if you're Dillingham, almost where you want to end up and have this be the place where you stick. And trying to do that at 32 with a program that's facing maybe, maybe sanctions because of well, some, some of the stuff that's been going on, and they've just been bad, and now you're getting your butts kicked by, well, I guess USC's leaving the conference, but, you know, I just I, I feel like it's a, right now it's an uphill battle, and what what are you going to have to do, and how well are you going to have to perform to keep that job for a long time if this is the job you want long term? Well, the other thing, too, if you're sitting there and you're under Dan Lanning, if Dan Lanning has a bunch of success, and gets yanked out of Oregon, are you the next head coach at Oregon? That's another good question. Or do you have a great offer to go with? You have you have a great you put yourself in a great situation. You can go with Dan Lanning, or you can stay at Oregon and maybe be the head. I mean, I don't know. I also think if you if you just continued to do what you're doing at Oregon for maybe another year or two, you could have your choice of four or five programs. If if you are already, I mean, I know this one he has personal connections to so it's a little different and you don't hear about his name coming up with a lot of other power five jobs but if the ducks and landing are successful for the next couple of years like they've been this year why wouldn't more opportunities like that be open for him yeah it's a good situation where he's at um so i would imagine he's you know he's not just going to jump at anything but it's home and i don't know what he thinks of arizona state maybe he loves it maybe he knows the secret sauce to getting that thing turned around and I would also think from an Arizona State perspective, you're looking at Dillingham going, well, this is a great fit because he's from here and he knows our program. At the same time, if he has success in the first three years, four years, whatever, two years, he's gone. He's moving on to the next thing. He's the, he's the next hotshot, right? So why do you want to hire a 32-year-old coach at Arizona State when you could when you know you're kind of a stepping stone job? I don't, I don't know. I think they're in a weird spot down there. Can of, you maybe... Herm can, and the... can you put together an attractive package for him because he's so young and then say, yeah, we know that it might take a little bit, but like we're giving you this shot to have a, a longer look at it? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, get creative with the deal. I mean, it, it could be that you can do something like that and, and play off of his love of Arizona State if he has it. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe he hates Arizona State. He went there. I'm, maybe he's like, oh, this place sucks. I would never coach here. I don't know. Who knows what's in his head? But, yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm Arizona State and I'm bringing in Dillingham, I am going to try to do something like that with this contract. Yeah. Because he's so young. But uh, he Did, would be the youngest head coach in Power 5 history. By a wide history. margin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but no, in history by by a year. Yeah. Because you oh, said Lincoln yeah, Riley was Lincoln 33. Lincoln Riley, 33. Yeah. Now, Sean McVay, somebody brought up Sean McVay. He was 30 when he took the Rams job. Was he really? Yes. I thought he was 32 or he 33, but man. 30. 30. Wild. And now look at him. He's terrible. <laughs> he should have retired. Okay, so let me ask you this. You brought this up earlier in the week. You were talking about the trend of teams who had coaches flirting with new jobs yes. falling apart. Now, those were all head coaches you were talking about. Uh-huh. But do you think this now more than public flirtation with Dillingham and ASU has any impact on this week or the next two weeks for the Ducks? That's a good question. I don't know. I I didn't last week. I mean, their offense wasn't very good, but I think that was more about Bo. Nick's injury. Yeah. Um. And I, it's hard. I don't know. It's impossible for us to know without being in the building. But you wonder. Yeah. I mean, well, and you got Thanksgiving. Yeah. Family and I don't know, man. It's so hard when you're not on the inside every day to know. But I, I feel like Landing and his crew are they're they're pretty damn good at staying laser focused on the right things. I I just I I worry about what Suk was saying yesterday about how kids, you know, if you're sniffing around other jobs, kids they know they know, and it does start to erode what you have going on it does feel to me though and i haven't played so i don't know but it feels like it would be slightly more significant as a player if you thought the figurehead of your program was leaving though rather than your play caller yeah yeah and and you know is it the worst thing in the world if he went to arizona state i mean you know you're gonna lose him eventually right um i was talking to somebody the other day about joe brady you know joe brady's the the guy who was the whiz 
the, he was the whiz coach behind um, LSU and Joe Burrow's success. Yep. A couple of years ago, well, he parlayed that into the NFL and got railroaded out of the out, yeah. of, out of that job, Carolina. He's was, still in the NFL, wasn't it? Like, but didn't he get didn't he get taken out like eight games into his career or something like that by Rule? Didn't Rule boot him? I don't know if it's eight games in, but it wasn't long. It was it was within the first season, though. I don't think he made it through for a one full season. I don't believe. So maybe he was exposed. I don't know. He's the quarterbacks coach of the um, Bills now, so he's working with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. He'd be interesting. As an offensive coordinator, if if you lose, yeah, if you lose uh, Dillingham, I don't know. I I would have every bit of faith in Dan Lanning um, to to replace Dillingham with a quality offensive coordinator. But I would too. And the thing about Lanning that's really interesting is when he came over from Georgia, he did not bring a single assistant from their staff with him. He didn't. So, and that I don't know how much of that is loyalty to Kirby Smart and or those assistants thinking they may get other opportunities by by staying. But Lanning went out and got his own completely fresh staff without any carryovers from his last job, which is tells you he can go get 13 or 14 guys that can do the job right. Where did he work with Dillingham? Was it Arizona State? No, because Dillingham um, would have been like four at the, years old at the time. No, I, I, I would have to check where their paths crossed. I don't know off the top of my head. How many new coaches will we have in the Pac-12 next year? That's the question. Arizona State, uh, Colorado, obviously. Um, we'll get two new ones there. Will Cal fire Wilcox? I don't think so. I think that's a tough job to sell to the next guy. I agree. I think you got a good guy there. Yeah. Let him make some moves. And I know he fired his OC. Uh, Stanford, David Shaw could get let go. Man. Who would you hire to run that program? Golly. It's so hard now when you're the smart school because of the NIL competing. Like, it's changed for Stanford. Like, that's a much tougher job now. Yeah. The the fact that they got by doing what they did for as long as they did exactly was a testament to really how good Shaw could be, but the landscape has just passed them by, I think. Stanford's 1-8 and eight in the Pac-12. They're awful. One and they're getting, they're getting smoked by teams, too. Uh, although, I guess it was uh, they had to blow a lead against Cal to lose the axe. Did you see that he kicked a field goal at the end of the Cal game to yeah. lose by seven? Yeah, and I saw that a bunch <laughs> of money changed hands on it, too. Cause it, oh, it did? Because I, I think it I think it crossed the over-under or beat the spread, one of the two. Oh, dear. Dear, dear, dear. So we could get, I mean, maybe three. That'd be a, a pretty light off-season for the Pac-12 if it's only Arizona State and Colorado that switch coaches. Maybe Stanford, but I would stick with Shaw, too. I don't know what you do down there. Yeah, with Sean Wilcox... I, think I, th- I feel like those him. schools are lucky to have them, even yeah. though they're not performing well right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So I don't know. It's a weird one with Dillingham. The latest report is that, um, <clears throat> well, Dennis Dodd of CBS said that uh, Willingham, uh, Kenny Dillingham sorry, is the front runner uh, for the Arizona State job, and it has been confirmed today that Dillingham has spoken with Arizona State about that job, but that's not unusual. A lot of coaches are talking to a lot of and you know what? At least he's not right saying, now. no, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no interest. I'm, I'm focused on the Ducks when yeah. that's not actually the case. Well, another thought about your point, you know, it's like, does Dillingham talking, even just sniffing around a job like Arizona State, does that affect the team? Think about how many coordinators and coaches right now are talking to other schools. Yeah. Um, it's just so much of that is going on right now because they want to hit the ground running in December with new coaches. And so it's all going on mostly with agents, but it's in the back channels. And I... I I don't know. I, I would think that you could separate it, but <clears throat> um, Leipold just got an extension at Kansas. He's staying. Lane Kiffin still hasn't. You know, I mean, we don't know what he's doing. That report is kind of weird. Um, but um, who are the other ones? Oh, Hugh Freeze. Yeah. At Liberty, his team was stinking. And um, what was the other example we had of a team in the in the toilet. Oh. Mike Gundy's team. Oh yeah, yeah, south, that's right. Leading you to believe maybe he was uh, s- sniffing around somewhere else, but I don't know. It's in, it's impossible to say that if that's that's really the factor there. By the way, the text line telling us that Lanning and Dillingham coached together at Memphis. Ah yes, I didn't even know Lanning uh, was at Memphis. How could we have missed that? Right. Well, they're so damn young. It's just crazy to yeah. me. It, dude, Kenny Dillingham was born in 1990. Wrap your head around that. Like, he couldn't even drink till 2011. He's you know how like if do you have do you have any young younger siblings? No, I'm the youngest. Oh, okay. If if you have younger siblings, regardless of how old your younger siblings get, they'll always seem like juvenile. Like it's, it's just kind of how yeah, it works. But I like see that. but my brother is older than Kenny Dillingham, and I'm like, well then that <laughs> must mean that like Kenny Dillingham is this juvenile idiot. He's a baby. Yeah. But he, but my brother's not an idiot. God. Thirty two. If you sat me down at the age of thirty two, 
and interviewed me to be a head coach. I mean, I just to be the head coach at Arizona State. Yes, I cringe to think how bad I would fl- flail for any sort of responsibility at that age. Although I was at the station at the age of thirty-two. That you know, that's uh, interesting. That's when Suk and I started. I was thirty-two in two thousand. Let's see, we started in two thousand five. I was thirty when we started this show. Reminiscing. Um, all right, we got to go. We got Rop in the Bank coming up next. Uh, I've got locks. I always have locks, though. Um, Suk has locks. He is not here, but he he's given them to us. So we'll we'll spit those out. And Buck, I'm going to need locks because yeah, last week. week was a beatdown. Rough week. So we'll get to that uh, coming up next. We normally do that on Thursday. We'll do it next. Uh, here is Buck with Sports Center. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One of our listeners uh, texting us saying, sup, fellas. And to that we say, sup. Uh, can we get the drops back soon? Uh, do you have an update on our drop board? I do not have an update on your drop board. My drop board... Uh you and I need to navigate and figure out, because I'm not uh, familiar with where all your drops are, because they are formatted in a way that I cannot see them. So great. your visual memory will aid me in this. Mm. But uh... So things are going great. <laughs> so as far as your update, can we get the drops back soon? The answer is likely no. The answer is, eh. But I, they tell me that I get some sort of contraption in here where I will be able to run the drops. See, that's the, and that's what's important because you, I think, will know. If you were sitting where I am, you would know where the things you want and need are, but yeah. I can't tell with the way things are formatted. Yeah. Be patient on the farts, man. <laughs> uh, it is the farts are now. back. We know that much. Yeah, we do have a, a few farts. Uh, it's time now for our Locks of Gibraltar. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, highly popular Rop in the Bank segment. Isaac and Suk are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Suk on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. I love uh, betting on... Uh, both college and pro this week, just because uh, we get our eyeballs on a lot of games, a lot of days, and just a lot of cool, I don't know, I just love this week. We talked about it earlier. So I have been uh, <clears throat> breaking down games all week with my patented uh, lock system, and I have spit out four. So I have four for you, two from college, two from the NFL. All of Suk's plays, now he texted it, uh, text me in, uh, speak good I do. Yeah. He texted in his plays to our phones earlier today. He has four from the NFL. And uh, Buck, Lord knows what Buck's going to do. He needs it. He is one in four. Uh, coming off a one in four week. Uh, now down 18 units. Yeah, we're going to have a big time turnaround because we have to. Yeah, the U went big last week. Um, I was three and three last week. Loved the college board. And, uh, you know, that uh, Oklahoma State pick, that was a bad pick. 
They were down 28 nothing in the first <laughs> quarter. Yeah, that was ugly. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, I am down 12 units for the year. And then uh, Big Souk was 3-3 three and three last week. He is up 15 units for the year. And for those asking, what is a unit? It can be any denomination based on your bankroll. It's just your one-unit bet is, say, let's say it's $100. If you bet five units on a game, that's your biggest play. You would bet $500 on that game. But that denomination could be anything that you want it to be based on how much money you have. Okay, uh, let's get started. I will go first uh, because I'm great, and this is a lock. <clears throat> we throw that term around far too much, but uh, I feel really good about this. And uh, when my wife and I go to a and tomorrow, I'm going to place this wager. So I just want you to know that I will have real money on this game. Uh, Ohio State is a 7.5-point favorite over Michigan. Now, I think that everybody looks at that and goes, Whoa, Michigan's really good. Rivalry game. 7.5, way too many. Um, not so fast. I'm going to be taking the Buckeyes. Revenge on the minds of Ohio State. Remember, uh, Michigan beat them by 15 last year in the big house. I do think Ohio State will be will be able to contain Michigan's run game. Remember, Michigan uh, Michigan's top running back. I don't even think the backup. Maybe they're both banged up. Yep. Uh, Ohio State has the 13th ranked run defense. Uh, Michigan's defense, to me, is a little overvalued based on their schedule. They have played seven of the of the bottom 35 offenses in the country. I also think this is a quarterback mismatch. Uh, that Michigan quarterback is going to struggle if they don't run the ball. And uh, C.J. Stroud is dynamic. I think this is going to be all Ohio State. I, I think this game is going to it's going to have all the hype of the weekend, and it's going to be one of those that we're watching and just hoping that it gets close in the end because. It's a blowout. I've got Ohio State winning 35-13 to 13 mm. for five units. You know what? I like to look. When I look at lines, I try to try to figure out what the line is telling you or what the odds makers are trying, what behavior they're trying to invoke by what they're right. calling it. And I didn't know what this line was before today. Seeing it at 7.5 makes me think with that half point, they are begging you to take Michigan, thinking that they can keep it within a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I and think they could. I think they want you to because that I'm 100% with you here. I think Ohio State has way more playmakers and I would be more wary of the number if it were 6 than if it were 7 and a half. And uh-huh. so I'm going to rock with the Buckeyes too. I sir will use one of my 10 unit bets. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Which means Sook's definitely going to want Michigan now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just read that most of the money is on Michigan. So that, that's one of those we Which I also about. like. I love that too. Yeah, I'll go against the public. Save the public. Uh, Hugh, from the sportsbook manager from A was on our show uh, the other day when we were out there. And he was saying that, that very thing. He was talking about how uh, just the way the public thinks, they look at that and go, well, that's way too big of a line because Michigan's really good. But I, I, I feel like they're a little overvalued based on their schedule. So... Uh, we're going to ride Buckeyes. Okay, I've got one other college pick, and it's a money line parlay. Now, Ooh. I am not a parlay guy uh, over two teams. I, I think you got to stick to two. And what I do with the money line parlays, which I think is, it's like you look you look for games where you put two of them together, and you don't have to worry about the point spread. You just need them both to win. I think if you do that with two teams, you can get bets that are in the you know, one twenty to one thirty minus one twenty to minus yeah. I think sometimes one forty if if everybody likes them. Yeah, but now, yeah. I looked at this one on the Alene uh, website, and it's actually minus one sixty two bet. So I've got to lay a little uh, juice here. Sure, but I love this because I just don't think either of the underdogs are winning. It could, they could be close games. I actually don't think either is going to be a close game. But Baylor is not beating Texas. Okay, Texas is the first half of it. And I hate to go against my Jayhawks, but Kansas State is not going to lose to Kansas. Okay. Kansas has had a nice year, but they can't stop anyone. And Kansas State, um, the spread on that game is 12. I, I, I would be inclined to take Kansas State on that. But um, I just don't think Baylor or Kansas are winning on the road. So I'm putting Texas and Kansas State together in a money line parlay uh, that is minus 162. And I will do that for five units. Okay. Jim, five units. All right. Um, I have three more college plays. 
Uh, I'll make them quick. I'm going Notre Dame plus the six against USC. I think that it's an easy letdown spot for USC after a big game last week. Um, reading some headlines, I think Notre Dame's defense is legit. I think SC's is not. I think that Notre Dame can win that game. I also think they could just keep it close. Um, I like Mike Leach and the Bulldogs in the Egg Bowl tomorrow. Plus two, Mississippi State. Uh, these are all five-unit plays, by the way. Um, now you're going for it. Yeah, well, the, the only way to dig yourself out of a hole is to get a bigger <laughs> shovel, I've well, heard. Well, we don't have that many weeks left. I know. <laughs> Uh, so Mississippi State, just they Mike Leach hasn't won this game so far. We've talked about Lane Kiffin and all the distraction going on there this week. Um, it just feels like the right spot. It's a spot play, Mississippi State plus two. And I know er, earlier in the week we were talking about most likely uh, Northwest upset or Pac-12 upset. Um, but I really like the Ducks this week. Here's why. I think Forsyth is going to be back, and I think that greatly impacts their ability to run the ball, even if Bo's not running very much. I think Bo is going to be more mobile than he was before and a little have a little more power than he did before. If you get a better version of Bo and a better O-line against a team who I think might be a step down from Utah in Oregon State, I think the Ducks win this thing by a touchdown plus. The other thing that often keeps these games close, special teams, Oregon State's kicker is terrible. Have you seen this? Yes. 7 of 19 on the season or something, yeah. or 9 of 17, but he's 52% on the year. Oregon State basically has to go for it uh, in that kind of no-man's land every time, and I think that greatly benefits Oregon. I so, love uh, the hot kicker angle. I will take, uh, I'll take the Ducks minus the three. Hell yeah. Yeah, that spread is settled in at three. Okay, there's our college picks now to the NFL, and this is where Suk comes in. Um, I'll start it because Suk has this one as well. We are both going to be on the Giants tomorrow. The Giants are catching 10 at Dallas. And look, this to me is very simple. The public is going to be pounding the Cowboys because they look so good against Minnesota. And the Giants are coming off a shockingly bad loss at home to Detroit. So those two games alone make this line the highest it can possibly be. So I'm buying low on the Giants and I am selling high on Dallas. I think this is a pretty good game. This is a divisional game. And they've already played once and Dallas won the first one. Those tend to even out. I think the Giants will be able to run the ball. They will play keep away. They did rush for 167 yards in the first meeting. Um, also factoring in here, Dallas, I guess, has had a big uh, bug run through their defense. Oh, interesting. And uh, several of the guys, there's two, a couple guys that are out, and several of their guys are questionable. Um, so I think this is a good game. I'm going to go Dallas 34, Giants 31. But catching 10, that's way too many points. And Souk is on that one as well. Mine is a five-unit play. Souks is a three-unit play. I think that's a. I think that's probably the right side of that one. Um, yeah. I, so I'm going to go another game that's uh, on Thanksgiving, but I'm going to go in the early one, and I'm going to take the Bills minus 9.5 for five units. Uh, the reasoning, simply, I think people are excited to be behind the Dan Campbell Lions and their three-game win streak. I think the Bills have been totally out of sorts in their last two games. They they had the collapse against Minnesota. Um, they just they didn't look good, and they turned the ball over a bunch against Green Bay. This is a has a get-right feel to it. I think they go up by double digits, and then they just kind of coast after that. So I'm, I'm taking the Bills minus 9.5 for 5. Okay, well, the third game tomorrow is Patriots-Vikings, um, and Souk has a play on New England. He likes the Patriots catching three in Minnesota. Uh, he's got a four-uniter. That's his biggest play of the week. So if you're tailing Souk, he likes the Pats there. Uh, can't say I blame him. The Vikings. Do you think we have ever had a the team with the best record in the NFL get blown out at home worse than what we saw last week? There's oh, no way that's happened. I don't, I don't think so. 40-3. to three. Yeah, I can't imagine. So Minnesota, some of the shines coming off of Minnesota. He likes uh, old Billy Belichick there. And their defense. I kind of do too, but I'm not willing to put any of my money behind that New England offense yet. That's a scary, scary one because I just feel like when you get embarrassed at home like that, Minnesota, and that's a, that's a they're still a good team. Um, uh, you might get a good effort out of them. And plus, Mac Jones. Need I say more? Yeah, you don't need to say much uh, more. My other NFL pick is one that looks exactly, and I mean exactly, like Dallas and Minnesota from last week. Okay. It's the same exact point spread as well. And that is Cincinnati favored by one and a half at Tennessee. What are we missing here? Why is Cincinnati favored? Ten uh, Tennessee has covered eight straight games. Um, this one, it's an it's it's another one of those when the odds makers are telling you that one team is better, believe them. Therefore, with Jamar Chase coming back, I'm actually going to be taking Cincinnati minus one and a half okay. in Tennessee. Uh, they think the Bengals are the better team. Now their offense is putting up points, even without Jamar Chase, and he is back. 
uh, this week. The Titans are in a flat spot. This is another one, uh, another angle I love to look at is when you have a team in a flat spot in the schedule. Um, it, this game for the Titans is sandwiched right in between that big road game at Green Bay, and next week they play at Philadelphia. Uh, let's also remember that the Titans' pass defense is ranked number 30. It is not good. Joe Burrow is good. I think Cincinnati's going to score here. The Titans have covered eight in a row. This is a letdown spot for them. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati 31, Tennessee 19 and a half. Oh, interesting. I like that half They're point. They're going to get a there. half point. Okay. Uh, I have, Five uh, units. I have two more, both teams coming off of bye weeks. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins, minus 13.5 against the Texans, who we know uh, are not interested in winning and have changed quarterbacks. Miami has now had an extra week to get their defense tight with Bradley Chubb, who they've just acquired uh, and had just recently got there before their last game. I think this is a perfect spot uh, for a blowout of uh, three touchdowns plus. And then additionally, uh, I think the Seahawks coming off a bye, they seem like the type of team that comes in prepared after one of those layoffs. And uh, the Raiders just kind of in shambles. You, you hear about some of the infighting and sniping between Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels is a mess. This game's in Seattle. I, I don't see why the t- Seahawks aren't winning it by a touchdown. Give me Seahawks minus three and a half. Oh, it's three and a half now? I, that's, that's what I saw that up is, there. Is okay. that right? Okay. Three and a half. Now, those are five? Those are five unit plays. Look at you. Big balls buck. Uh, Suk's final two picks. Uh, he is going to be on Baltimore, minus three and a half. They are out uh, in, uh, they're playing in Jacksonville. He's got three units on that. And he likes Pittsburgh on Monday night. Uh, that is a three unit play. Let me double check the spread. They are playing in Indianapolis. And the spread is. Two and a half. So Pittsburgh catching two and a half. So uh, to review, Big Souk will be on the Giants plus 10, New England plus three, Baltimore minus three and a half, and Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I'll be in Ohio State minus seven and a half, Texas K-State money line parlay, uh, the Giants plus 10, and the Bengals minus one and a half. Uh, Buck is going big. Got to. Ohio State minus seven and a half, Notre Dame plus six, Mississippi State plus two, Oregon minus three, Buffalo minus nine and a half, Miami minus 13 and a half, and Seattle minus three and a half. There's Rob in the Bank. Uh, we will be back with a bonus sports segment, I guess. I don't know. On the fan. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, much in the um, in the same vein as, like, good Bonex, bad Bonex, although this year it's been mostly good Bonex, uh, there is good use of Nurkic and bad use of Nurkic. Ah, that there is. And I am, I'm just, I was just catching up on how the Blazers are doing tonight during the break, and it is not going well. And uh, boy, that Blazer Twitter, it's a wild place. <laughs> and it is, they are all over uh, Yusuf tonight. They are down. Uh, Blazers are down ninety-five seventy-seven in Cleveland. Yeah, I haven't been. Uh... I mean, I've been keeping an eye on the score, less the box score, but we did get one text that just simply said, Nurk worthless. Yeah, also, Blazers are poo, uh, rolling in on the text line. Uh-huh. And someone else uh, had the conjecture they might break the turnover record tonight, so I don't know what that is <laughs> or how many they have, but we should maybe keep an eye on it. Well, things are going great. Uh, let's take a look at the turnover numbers here. Uh, Cleveland, let's see. Oh, dear. Well... The the Cavs have turned it over 14 times. Uh, there, there's eight minutes left to go in the game. Uh, the thing there, though, is the Blazers have turned it over 15 times. So, not great. Well, they got uh, ways to go. 30 would be the record by the Lakers in 1970. Most turns? Yeah. In a game. 30? 30. 
God. It was brought into context in 2018 when the Rockets turned it over 27 times. It's like a college basketball game broke out. <laughs> you watching any of this college ball? Not really. Yeah. I watched my Jayhawks this morning. They're maddening as ever. I will. I try to watch the Ducks uh, when they're on, but Dana's teams seem oh. like they, they notoriously round into form late, and it's yeah. hard to know early. Uh, well, there's just no offense. Yeah. No flow. They, I mean, they lost to Houston, right? Yeah, they did by about by ten, I think. Somebody asks, "Is the title run with the Blazers now over?" It's uh, never over. That's right. I would say no. It's just a little, just a little blip. Also, you'd have to ask, was the title run on in the first place? <laughs> well, I did take. A, I I have a little ticket sitting in do. my DraftKings account. For What'd you Blazers? get? Twenty-five to one, sixty to one, eighty to one? Oh God, no! It was like ten thousand. Well, it would have been. Well, they you know they do it by plus. Well, I think right. it was plus ten thousand. So as a hundred to one odds. I, oh, think, I think that's a hundred. I think that's a hundred to one odds. Yeah. 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 Let's go. I got the Seahawks at like, or maybe it was the Blazers plus eight thousand and the Seahawks plus ten thousand. I think that's what it was. Anyway, uh, let's go. Gives me something to root for. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, let's move on to the club. We have a true international hero from up the road in Seattle. And there used to be two Thanksgivings in Oregon. We discuss next on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.